for downloading this podcast and welcome to Arrow Bandwidth, the podcast to help the channel better understand the trends, technologies and concepts that are facing the IT industry today. I'm your host, David Fern, and we hope you enjoy this Arrow production and please subscribe. Thanks. Okay, so it's the end of the day. Still here at Codenode, the IBM Partner Jam 2017. Yeah, yeah. What were we just saying about? Let's not say anything that dates this podcast. <laughs> 20 something? There we go. It's fine. Look, yeah, long and short, we've had a great day. We've had a fantastic turnout, well over 100 partners. Uh, yeah. But we've got a really interesting little piece of uh, content to finish the day on. Well, yeah. Finish the day, start the day, depending on which order you listen to these podcasts. Absolutely. Always saving you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so around the table, yes. we've got uh, ourselves, but we've also got, uh, well, the, the commander-in-chief of the IBM business. Careful. I, I had sultan of the IBM business last time. <laughs> Mr. Marco D'Angelo. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. So, Marco, what do you do f- for the I- just for the listeners, what do you do? A, yeah, yeah, go on. I work alongside you. What do you do? Yeah, uh, what do you do? It's a, it's a good question. Um, so, uh, I, I run the IBM business. So, anything with an IBM badge on at Arrow, and our job is to enable uh, the partner ecosystem to work with IBM uh, to grow the, their channel business ultimately, um, yeah. and that that can can comprise many things like recruiting new partners. Um, recruiting influencers, ISVs, all that kind of thing. And we work uh, quite closely with our, uh, our guest uh, on this podcast, who is from IBM Software Defined Storage um, team, uh, the lovely David Hoff. Hello. Hey. Look what at him doing my job for me. Uh, I like that. Go sit on. back on, on this one. We'd speed it up, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> one of the more uh, politer introductions I've had. Cheers, Marco. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, what a great day. I really enjoyed being with, with Arrow today. Uh, like you say, I, um, so I, I sell the IBM storage portfolio, which we are articulating from a software-defined perspective because that's where the value is, mm-hmm. and that's where IBM's got a really compelling story, and it, it, we're offering differentiation in front of our clients. I primarily am focused around uh, driving new business, um, and it's been it's been a pleasure working with uh, with Arrow uh, to d- to deliver that and to grow on it. And I think the proof, the case point for me, is look around today, and we've got new faces um, from the, the partner community. So it's really encouraging. I think one of the things, David, is that we were talking before you had your session, and we were joking about so like, yeah. Richie, you're going to come in and stand in and, and, and say, I was like, of course I am. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be there for for your pitch, certainly with, with Mr. Fordham as well. And I, you snooze, you lose. I turned up, the, the room was full. There was standing <laughs> room over. I had to stand outside. There was a glass wall. I thought, I'm standing out here like the unwanted cousin. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. I, it was a really well-attended uh, session, I think, today. So, you know, it's like hats off to you. And, and I think it goes just goes to show that you know, everything that yeah, IBM has, has been working towards and has done over the last couple of years to to bring all the relevant products together under one really recognizable, not just brand, but portfolio technologies with Spectrum. Yeah, how you've then taken that and gone, right, okay, it's not just a marketing exercise, how we've then taken that and gone out to market. Yeah, it's just, I mean, Marco, we were speaking about it at the end of, of last quarter. Yeah, it, it's, it is starting to bear fruits. We're not just seeing that in, in interest, we're actually seeing that in, in partner adoption, we're seeing that in revenue, in deals transacted, and we're seeing about that in the, in the appetite of wanting to take the products to market. And mm. to, put, to put some context around that, because I love numbers, um, so it is the fastest growing part of our IBM business today. 
um, which you know is a great testament to the IBM team, but also uh, you know a fantastic reflection on the on, on what you've just described the the really strong portfolio. Yeah. And I'd go one step further and say it's a really strong portfolio in in comparison to to some of the other vendor technologies out there today, um, and it's holistic. Um, yeah. So uh, you know. Putting a bit of context, a bit of meat around the bones, I think for for, for David. I mean, uh, David, I don't know if you can maybe you know anonymize some of the names, yeah. of course, um, but maybe talk us through uh, a, a recent win or a great case study. I, and I've heard many, um, so you'll have to I think pick maybe pick one and, and just take you know take us through why the client picked IBM. Um, if it, if it was competitive, you know, don't mention the other vendor, please. Um, but you know, why what what was it in the IBM portfolio and with the IBM team that kind of led the, the client down to that kind of of um, that, that, that IBM route? Well, I think um, the best way to do that is talk um, about a couple of examples whilst keeping it reasonably abstract. So um, we were at an IBM team event the other week and um, the feedback we got from one of the customers as to why they chose IBM is because we turned up and we'd almost, um, the way that we had articulated our value proposition was um, we don't want to sell you any more capacity. We want to work with what you've got and make it more efficient, and that's by putting a software-defined layer over that. And the, the customers, uh, you know, what they said as to why they selected is because another vendor turned up and just tried to sell us capacity in, in disguise. Now, now, I love that. I love that because um, he's, unfortunately, he's actually sat with a customer now, so, so Steve Horobin, who was actually the guest star of one of our more popular podcasts. Yes, he was. He was indeed. He's George 101. Yeah, can you believe that? That's brilliant, is that? Um, Steve and I were having a conversation about, so yeah, as the dust settled from so the, the spectrum pulling together, and we said, you know what? This enables us to have a different conversation. This enable, enables partners to have a different mm. conversation. And it is exactly that about capacity versus proper effective management. Yep. Because we're not wanting to throw more kit at a problem. Well, it's about better management to free up your budget so that you can invest in control and manage mm. that data storage me message and problem that you've got more effectively and efficiently. Now, that for me, other storage vendors out there, is a leap you should be taking out the IBM book because yeah. we've seen that as a differentiator time and time again recently. And I think what we tried to do in our pitch today, uh, ultimately we talked about software defined storage as being the solution to the problem, but what's the headaches for customers and what, what's the sort of new world that we live in. It's all about data. Um, the value is in the data, Absolutely. the insight to make better informed decisions. But when it all boils down to it, there needs to be a really robust, agile uh, platform to, to manage, protect, and where you place that data. And I think software-defined storage underpins that. And why we've been encouraging our business partners today to elevate the messaging even beyond software-defined storage is because if I said to you, Rich, have you got a requirement for software-defined storage? You might say, no, but um, I can't manage my backups. It's, it's taking one, one out of five days of the working, of the working week to yep. give my developers some, um, some backups that they can work and develop on. And what we, so we elevated that message in our pitch. And Matt drew on an example of a, a customer that he'd been working with a few months ago where this was a, exactly the problem. And we positioned IBM Spectrum Copy Data Management, which kind of is pretty, pretty well named in terms of uh, Rolls what off it the allows top. you to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, it articulates what it does. It manages exactly. copies of data. Um, but they'd gone in there, uh, the IBM team, to have a conversation about data, and they said, look, we just can't handle copies of data. Um, it's taken us ages to spin them up and do some work. By the time we yeah. have spin them up, the data's, the data's out of date. Mm -hmm. So 
really good way of leading with um, elevating the messaging and having conversations uh, that are driven by data to you know, choose one of the uh, many buzzwords that you can find uh, and then bringing it down to um, the software defined. And what I think around software defined that's unique from my IBM perspective is uh, most vendors are talking about we offer a software defined solution. Yeah. But I think what's unique about the IBM portfolio is you can buy all of the IBM storage software as now there's about uh, 10 licenses where you can buy those 10 licenses under one license, the IBM Spectrum uh, suite. The suite, yeah. Exactly. And you can put that on a couple of servers. You can see I'm a techie at heart, you know, talking about product. <laughs> couldn't do a podcast without. Um, and you can put that in front of your traditional environment and, and get more efficiency out of it. Yes, we also make really good appliances that you know, are, are bespoke to, to optimize that code, let's say. Yeah. But we, that's not our only answer. We're not talking about saying, here's an appliance, but we're addressing it up as software defined, um, you know, wolf in sheep's clothes kind, kind of thing. So that's, that's what I'm enjoying doing in it. And I think it's resonating with customers. So that's, a, that's kind of where, we, where my next question would go, right? So yeah, you guys have been in, IBM have been in as a vendor into a client and you've, you've taken that story that conversation down a different route to the competitors. Are you now starting to see that the partners are emulating that and they're actually getting the value themselves from it? Like, yes, this is a good thing and this is the right thing to do. Because obviously, you know, we're, we're seeing that growth um, from a sales perspective. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to say cat all be down to the product, cat all be down to IBM's effort. It obviously is. But you know what? In the channel, the partners have got to be succeeding as well. So are they... Are they getting the value from this changing message? Absolutely, yes. And what I what I think is really special about um, the, the business partners is their, their touch points with their clients, how well they know their clients. Yes. Um, and it's stating the obvious, but until you're kind of in there talking to one business partner and then another one on the next day, they're, they're unique in their requirements. They operate differently. And I'm kind of turning up positioning myself and IBM as someone that hopefully can add value, which is demonstrated through doing, ultimately. You know, I can talk a good game, but let, yeah. let's see yeah. how, I, how I actually operate. Um, you know, I'll almost kind of like bring the, the, the toolkit and the products um, and, you know, let's work together to have a let's articulate the conversation better, mm -hmm. to put it in simple yeah. terms, with your, your clients. But yeah, absolutely, um, partners are, are coming with us on this journey. And I think that's how we... Um, we're growing as a business, you know, like uh, two quarters of successive growth in the UK. Um, feedback from business partners is it's great to be able to sit in front of a customer and talk yeah. credibly about IBM. Uh, and it, it's a two-way street, so our partners uh, are also talking about Arrow as a distributor. <laughs> I, thought, you know, I hope this is not too of an obvious plug. But Marco, I put the tenor away. You don't <laughs> have to give him it. I was talking about, um, uh, you know, my remit as, as business yeah. de development and finding... Um, new opportunities to grow the IBM storage business yeah. and I put it to the, well the partner put it back to me they said um, don't get me wrong Arrow has fundamentally helped us grow our business this year and I think with uh, the, the youthful exuberant team that you've got with new ideas it's 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 a win-win and it's very complimentary in terms of IBM and um, distributors so it's not just like IBM have got the, the brains and the ideas um, we're working well together. I think it's great. I would add, and thanks for that, David. Um, but I, I, I would also add uh, kind of another piece of the puzzle there. And I think um, in the IBM partner program is so very, very rich for IBM partners um, who are selling um, the right parts of the portfolio into uh, into clients. So I would add, yes, there's great support from IBM and, uh, and teams like David's. There's a fantastic portfolio. You get all that additional support and value from a distributor um, like Harrow, but also 
you can get a chance to make quite a lot of money selling this stuff. Um, so I would say this is not, this is really is a value sale. It isn't a fulfillment sale around um, shifting widgets. Um, there is serious money to be made in that portfolio. Uh, mm -hmm. I just want to make that point, uh, Richard. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll bring it down to more of a geek out back with David, the Davids. Um, one of the things that I love about this, this, this shift in branding and messaging, um, you know, you're taking best of breeds technologies that have been around, you know, uh, and have that, you know, they've that time out in the wild, they've that time out deployed. You know, these are robust technologies. Just because we've got this Spectrum brand, it doesn't mean that we've started from scratch. It doesn't mean that we've thrown away all that that history that IBM have built out over the over the years in in product development. But what it has done is it's enabled us to take take the conversation, like you say, down different routes, but but also in other areas of differentiation. Because if we look at things like the CleverSafe acquisition, yeah, talking about object storage and bringing that into the equation, yeah, being able to talk about things like Aspira and yeah, transit, secure encrypted transit of, of data from site to site. There's more of a holistic picture here, and it comes down not. To echo what you were saying earlier, it's a conversation not about storage and capacity and speeds and feeds. It's about the data. Mm. Yeah. What is it? Where is it? What do you want to do with it? Why do you need to put it there? How do you get it from here to B? Yeah. How, how do you effectively manage it? Mm. Yeah. And as we've heard throughout today, yeah, it's a common theme. Yeah. Data is the lifeblood of the business. Mm. And yeah, well, just chucking it in a bucket is not. Well, I used no. it as one of my examples in the pitch. So um, the police in the UK apparently, uh, as you can weekend, have had the capability for the last 10 years to do predictive crime analytics. They've got the analytics software to do it, but yeah. they just have not got the in current in-house IT infrastructure um, and fit enough, fit for purpose to handle the day-to-day -day stuff. So they're spending Crazy. money on fixing, like, um, fixing a problem where they could be spending money on, you know, um, new world type uh, solutions that will help them with um, yeah. predictive crime analytics that they could have done 10 years ago. That's crackers. And I think this isn't about um, ripping and replacing um, existing infrastructures. It's about getting extra value out of what you've got today. Yeah. People like David and our, you know, Arrows Channel, other uh, Arrows Channel partners can actually go in and sell the value of an IBM solution on top of your existing. Uh, we'll call it. Um, I heard uh, the word legacy is kind of fading fast, so we'll call it historic. The historic infrastructure investments. Um, and I think that's the real value of the IBM, uh, the IBM solution. It is so agnostic around what it sits on. So, can I ask a question? So obviously, oh, here. I forgot you were here. Hi oh. guys. Yeah, still here. Uh, I've honestly not fallen asleep. Um, blinking, interesting actually. Um, but my question would be: So I'm a channel partner, and I'm I'm, I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking, do you know what? That sounds absolutely brilliant. But what are the sort of key um, buzz terms I'm looking to listen for from my customer engagements, where I start to think? All right, the, this customer, so obviously they're probably aware of software-defined storage, but when do I know that they're in, mature enough as an organization, or what are the sort of real key um, projects they're undertaking, or you know things they want to transform in their business, where you think, all right, this is absolutely the perfect time to position this particular technology, the Spectrum Suite, to really help them to do something cool. What are, what are some of the real things you think, right, that's a great opportunity? Good question. That's why you CTO. <laughs> yeah, cheers. It was all going so well to that question. 
for our listeners, David, David, and this is the IBM David, is smiling uncontrollably at this question. So <laughs> I think he's got a fantastic That's answer. why he's being quiet. I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Well, thanks for putting me right on the pedestal there, chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how we're letting you answer that one, yeah. It's a, it's a difficult one to articulate, really. I kind of, I certainly know how we're not what things we shouldn't be listening for, which is not, or I, sh- you know, don't turn up to a customer and, and ask when's the maintenance up for renewal, um, oh. that type of stuff. How much more yeah. capacity do you want? Yeah, those kind of things. Um, customers that are talking about, I'm not able to. Um, I've got a siloed infrastructure. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I've. I've bought my storage requirements on an ad hoc basis for the purposes of my individual downstream customers. Yes. Um, perfect in for Spectrum Virtualize. Um, throw some virtualization software over it, um, combine the collective resources and add some um, advanced software functionality on it. Good answer. Data, uh, data reduction technology, that type of stuff. I can see you want to interject, Richard. So yeah, say, but that, that's, a, that's a good infrastructure answer. Yeah. I'm going to give you another infrastructure answer now, right? Go Please. For it. So often, we've looked at storage as being, right, storage is, is all about things like copy data and, and backups. But you know what? It's not about just doing, doing backup. It's about the best use of the right technology for the right fit for the right workload. Yep. And this comes back to something that David was saying earlier, right? So yeah, backups aren't just backups. Yeah, you've, you've got backups of primary systems that uh, yeah, are, are there for high availability and failover. So, so guess what? I want the right technology and the right software supporting that technology yep. in the here and now. Yep. I've then probably got um, backups that are, are more less mission critical, shall we say. So guess what? Again, possibly the answer is a different type of technology there. Uh, but again, I still need that reliance of a software layer that can help me manage that. Yeah. So that could be weekly batch updates. IBM Cloud Object Storage, I think you're... I about. knew you were listening in some of our conversations at some point. He's such well a take-it-hard. Such a take-it-hard. He is, isn't he? Um, and then lastly, you've got things like archiving. So with things like GDPR, um, an increasing amount of legislation in specific industries, you know what? I've got to really start to control what my archiving is and put the right data in the right place. Just chucking it at a backup service on a cloud is not not good. Well, it could be good enough, but I'd seriously look at it if you look at it again if you're <laughs> doing that today, yeah. especially with something like GDPR coming down the route. So, for, for me, all those scenarios and more, yeah, and that's just scenarios looking at things like right, where am I going to put my backups? And yeah. What am I going to use for my backups? Right, that's just one issue, right? Then think about that data because that data is residing not in isolation, but there are applications that sitting on top of that, calling on that data. And you know what? I've got mission critical apps. I've got apps that are less time sensitive. Again, yeah, it, this isn't just a question of. Spinning disks, feeds and speeds, flash V tape, and all that sort of stuff. Now, when I look at the IBM portfolio and I look at that layer over the top, do you know what? Just tell me your business challenges. Yeah, absolutely. That's Bus- the question. Business resiliency as a service. Exactly. How so do you. How do you <laughs> carry on, you're getting worried in edgeways. Sorry, David, carry on. No, that's okay. No, no, no. You no you're a guest. You can speak. Yeah. I just, um, business resiliency as a service, so if, you, if we flip it, like you said, my original answer was kind of like a, an infrastructure type answer. Yeah. Flip that to what, what's driving, the, what's keeping the customer awake at night, kind of 
how do they manage and protect their data and how can they get it back in the event of failure quickly to keep, yes. to keep the lights on? Um, so that's a new, a new type of conversation and oh, the solutions being procured differently as well. It's more of a, an OPEX type consumption rather than CAPEX and, yeah. and the actual solution might be part on-prem with you know, IBM software defined storage. Mm -hmm. it, might, it might tear the backup off to the cloud, IBM yeah. Bluemix, which, which is, goes beyond like the IBM storage portfolio. But, but the, the tools in the kit bag are the enabler to, to get tear to the cloud or yes. a hybrid structure on-prem, off-prem, so. Yeah. So, all right, my last question, and this is going to be. Did we answer your previous question sufficiently, though? No, you answered 50% of it, and I'm going to mm. clarify now. Okay, so what you've given me is essentially the solution vertical conversations. Yes. All right, yeah, I'll give you that. But where are the, what are the market vertical conversations? So if I'm in a, if I'm in a specific, are you seeing traction in a specific market vertical where there's a real demand or, or a transformation or a competitive advantage that can be gained from a, from a business outcome perspective? So, so infrastructure, absolutely get it. What's the next thing up? I think, I think that's, I'll, I'll jump in here because I think that's quite hard. Um, uh, I will hand it back to David as I guess though. Because I think this is such a broad <laughs> conversation. Um, you know, it, it, it isn't like some of the, the, we've got parts of the portfolio that are very industry centric. This this does span across the portfolio, our portfolio. And if you look at um, where our channel partner, partners are selling, and, you know, we, we do this uh, as a business because that's part of being a distributor is, you'll find that the most heterogeneous set of end users actually sits in this area. Yeah. Um, David's looking and nodding, so I'm going to hand it over to him. Go for it. I can't remember what the question I'm not, was. I'm not looking at anyone just in <laughs> case anybody about, wants me back on the spot. It's, it's about market verticalization, right? So yeah. obviously we've, we've spoken about solution verticalization, but what's the, what are the market trends that are driving SDS and specifically the, you know, the, the IBM portfolio over and above competition? Because everyone, like, everyone can say they do this, that, and the other, but what are you seeing? Where are you seeing the real use casage in, in market verticalization? As in, where are you going to see okay, I must use that technology in this particular market because it's really valuable. This is stuff that, so, so what I'm trying to get to is a bunch of things that our partners can really listen to in their, in their companies, can go out proactively to specific industry verticals and go, tell you what, I listened to this podcast and I heard one of the guys from IBM who knows all about storage say that actually this is a really relevant topic for you, Mr. Oil Company, or you, Mr. Utilities Company, or you, Mr. Public Sector, Private Sector Company. I think people are talking a lot more about strategy for data. Yep. If you look at um, lots of companies now, you know they've got um, chief data. Um, yeah, absolutely. Operators, um, and I think people, I think people are sort of saying, waking up to the, the fact that the value to their company is their data. It's being generated from. We, we talk about unstructured data and um, being generated by. Um, sort of systems of engagement type, iPhones, smartphones, mm. uh, yeah. Fitbits. We, I, I, a good example is, so I, I thought Fitbits were a little bit gimmicky, if I'm honest. Like, I've done 3,000 steps today, so what? I could do that without a Fitbit. Yeah, yeah. But when I learned that they're being used to measure people's gait analysis that are recovering from NEOP, the values there in the data, Absolutely. analyze that data. So, so what I'm, mm. in a roundabout abstract way, what I'm saying is, we're waking up and recognizing the values in the data. We're also recognizing that data is coming from uh, unstructured sources. And we're finally seeing that perhaps our traditional sort of IT infrastructure is needs modernizing to prepare for that. So I think customers uh, and clients are saying, uh, 
I can see that I need a, I've got a strategy for data, but I need your input on it mm -hmm. as, a, as a vendor and, a, and as a distributor. Fantastic. Well, look, perfect. Thank you very much. David, do you want to do uh, just uh, where, where people are interested in learning more, where they can find yeah, you, LinkedIn, email, that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, look at you. You social uh, animal. Yeah, so probably LinkedIn, Twitter, um, at David underscore Hoff1. Very, uh, very original. Uh, original, <laughs> and uh, I think it adds he a different dimension. He is the first yeah. and the only in our eyes. My personal one was Ho Hoffy, but we'll leave that one out. So, <laughs> so you're not the real David Hoffman. That's what I did used to say to people that my uh, parents really like David Hassel Hoffman. My middle name's Hassel, but <laughs> hey, other, other, other chat lines are available. That yeah. is brilliant. I think, brilliant. I think on that note, uh, on that bombshell. <laughs> Look, David, thank you ever so much for coming nice on. Pleasure, guys. Thanks it's for been a real, real pleasure. Today. And Marco, you must come back more often. I know, I know. We miss those nuggets of, of wisdom. Thank you. You're welcome. That's probably the most nicest thing I'm I've staying silent. There we go. Wrap it up. Right. Brilliant. On that bombshell, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, enjoy your, uh, enjoy your afternoon. Thank yeah. you very much. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Cheers. Bye. 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 Thank you.